This episode of the Agology Club podcast is sponsored by Cicero DX. Are you suffering from a pregnancy loss, IVF failure, or unable to conceive naturally? The biggest cause of unexplained infertility is endometriosis, which is often undiagnosed due to the lack of symptoms. Receptiva DX is the only non-surgical biopsy that provides patients and healthcare providers an assessment of uterine receptivity and detects endometriosis. Agology Club listeners can use offer code EGGCLUB to get $75 off the Receptivia DX. X test today. Visit receptiviadx.com, R-E-C-E-P-T-I-V-A-D-X.com to order a test and find a doctor near you. This is Agology Club Podcast, episode number three, titled Find Your Tribe. Welcome to a new club, the Agology Club. This podcast is redefining the modern-day journey to parenthood. Meet your co-hosts and new BFFs, Riddell, Valerie, and Kara. We're sharing our unfiltered real-life stories, and we hope you join the conversation, too. Follow us at eggologyclub.com. This is Valerie. I'm Riddell. And Kegber. We are here talking about egg freezing. In the house. Episode Trace. Trace. Yeah. 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 Do you speak any other languages? I speak Spanglish. Spanglish. <laughs> like I, can, I can be like, I need to get a beer. Where is the bathroom? The beans are spicy. Oh. But I can God. get us there in the library. Important. Important. Well, I, I definitely think that could come in useful. Yeah. I Let's speak sure zero that. extra languages. Yeah, no, me no, neither. I'm, I'm feeling a little. Oh, I can read Hebrew. Whoa. <laughs> you know Mind blows. If anyone listening is Hebrew for me to read. I mean, I know we've had a long week, but that <laughs> right. is just impressive. So, like, Model Tov. Bring that yeah. out. Shout out to the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> We're making our new tribe. We are. We're our club tribe. We are. We're egg clubbing it. There. You know how it goes? Well, I mean, I'm just so thankful we made time in our schedule for episode three. Super important. And girls, we have our first guest. Yes! Amazing Caroline Moose, who... Uh, she has been the Stanford basketball player, amazing athlete, fitness professional. She also played in the WNBA. Totally. Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. true professional. This is fantastic. She first is guess. a really great health yes. expert. So, yes. And she has some really great food topics. I mean, Riddell, yes. that kind of like piggybacks off your all, your love for food. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we had dinner food. tonight yes. together, which was super fun to catch up with you ladies. Tapas. Um, um, exciting show for you planned for all of our listeners today. So, so, um, let's dive right into it. So what, what's the daily yolk this week? The different types of freezers. So we're kind of piggybacking on the last episode, mm-hmm. just the multiple reasons people freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think it's important to, to explore all reasons why we freeze. There doesn't have to be just one reason. And there's all types of people that freeze. It's not just like one type of person in one situation. And there's no, no wrong reason. That's yeah. Right. There's no wrong reason. Yeah. And we're, girls, we're starting to get emails. This is really exciting. And also let me uh, tell you how you can follow us and contact us. Phone number. 978 Egg Club. That comes out to 978-344-2582. Send us an email at eggologyclub at gmail.com. Our website as well is eggologyclub.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at eggologyclub. There's 20 different ways to get a hold of us. Well, and we just should say you can call anytime. That's right. right. Any time zone. Leave a message. Google, email. Yes. 
just give us a holler and share your thoughts and let us know if you do want us to use your name you don't we totally understand yeah but i think you know leave us your age where you're from that's kind of fun facts right and then your question we really Mm -hmm. want to hear your questions Mm -hmm. Rodell, why don't you start with telling us like you know some examples that you ran into already people reaching out to you you get all these emails on social media Right. People contact you. Because I have a blog. Right. Um, and a lot of people see some of my videos on YouTube. And because we're talking about the different types of people that freeze, this was so inspiring to me. Um, I actually spoke to a father because his daughter is a teenager. And she was diagnosed with cancer. And so she was going online and doing some research because it was recommended to freeze her eggs. And so she saw one of my videos and then showed her father. He told me that, you know, the video was one of the reasons she said yes and that he felt more comfortable, you know, going down that portion and that journey before she even did cancer treatment. I think it's huge, you know, just hearing that. I used to work in cancer research, so Mm -hmm. I saw this quite often and we would always refer those women that had any kind of cancer um, to a reproductive specialist. So. Man, it just it's it's really tough to think that, you know, cancer could disrupt your mm-hmm. your parenthood schedule. I know, and there's that woman that I think we've read about online when oh, she yeah. was younger, um, Alana Roberts, and that when she eleven years ago she froze her eggs. Amazing. And she just recently gave birth to a she's a proud new mom, as Yay. they said. Um, yeah, using one of her eggs. So that's super And special. she found her husband. Or, yes. Yeah. So, so they so they did it together so she mm-hmm. froze the eggs not embryos not to get confused right so it was just eggs no she didn't have a partner obviously 11 years ago she was what um, like 14 or 16 yeah, or something like really that. young yeah she was a teenager yeah she was definitely a teenager but look how many eggs like survived 11 years ago which was you know if you think about it 11 years ago 2007 <clears throat> it was yeah. 2007 like in vitro fertilization right. fast freezing wasn't even around right. then well, what about you guys? Who have you heard of, Valerie? Well, you know, I deal a lot with um, pain points or, like, uh, endometriosis, so, like, painful periods. A lot of people don't know that's a, a warning signal for endometriosis. And endometriosis is one of the number one reasons for unexplained infertility. Um, it's just really hard to diagnose. Now, there's some new tests coming down the pipeline, which are really exciting and great. But can we ask, what is endometriosis? Yes, sure. No, people, great yeah. point. So endometriosis is when the uterine lining grows outside of its natural place, which is in the uterus. And so it builds up, makes cysts, makes boils. It makes the uterine lining not a fertile place to accept an embryo and, it, and attach it into the lining, which then starts the pregnancy in the sac and you know, creates conception. So since that is harder to do because of all these welts and boils and cysts and things that attach to the uterine wall and the endometriums growing outside of places that aren't normal, um, it can cause infertility issues. It can cause miscarriage. It can cause some threatening um, life issues. Like you could lose a fallopian tube over it, which obviously then you have to rely solely on IVF just to do that. Um, so it can be really debilitating, but mm-hmm. oftentimes people don't even know they have mm-hmm. it. 
So you said painful periods and what else? Painful periods, lack of periods at all. Um, if, if you have any, if similar to pelvic pain or any GI tracts, like there's now a simple test that um, can be done, your OBGYN office, mm-hmm. I think you just need to ask for it. It's called Recepia DX and it's a simple biopsy scrape that can be analyzed with a number of different biomarkers and giving heads up if you have endometriosis. So then you know like, oh, I should have um, endometriosis surgery. I've interviewed actually several women on mm-hmm. um, the Experience blog mm-hmm. uh, about a really young girl, and they suggested, oh, hurry up and get pregnant, but she's 21. Like, mm-hmm. How could she decide who the father of her child is going to be at 21? Her name is Catherine, and uh, she lives in Utah, and that was really tough for her, so she froze her eggs. Mm-hmm. So that was that was an interesting story. Sakara uh, Bugio, she started a really neat company in the UK called My Beehive to help women with endometriosis. She actually lost her fallopian tubes and had to rely on her family planning options for um, IVF. And so she's had two children. She's now pregnant with her third, which is really remarkable and awesome. Love her charity. Love all the work she's doing, helping other women with endometriosis. So just really encouraging. I mean, and then we can even think about uh, the famous actress, Lena Dunham. You know, mm-hmm. she's been very... Famous. From Girls. Yeah, Everyone that watches Girls show. on HBO. Amazing show. Yeah. I'm sad it's over. She's such a great actress on the mm-hmm. spot. What, she's very that, raw and open. What was that YouTube video thing you were saying? Oh, 73 Questions with Vogue. Do you ever watch those where they go They're to celebrities' so houses? Hers and she great. did it? Yeah, you have to watch it if yeah. you're a fan. I haven't watched Girls yet. Ugh, Girls is so good. It's like season, Sex in the City in your 20s. Oh the last God. season is so sad because you know that it's over. I know. And I couldn't believe it. I absolutely love that I, show. I, it was such, it's such a, um, like a relaxing, mindless TV to just decompress from your week, like mm-hmm. the weeks we've just had this week. Yeah. Nonstop, always Super on the fun. go. Yeah. Just, just yeah. for some downtime. Yeah. What about you, Kara? Yeah. So as far as me, um, I, uh, my good friend, Julie, actually on her mom's side of the family, her mom, her aunts and her grandma all had menopause very early on, like when they were 40, which is very early for menopause. Most people get it fifties and up. Um, so, you know, Julie's actually going to be freezing her eggs this year. Uh, she saw me go through it. So I was like the guinea mm-hmm. pig for my hub of friends. But, um, what she also learned by meeting, um, with her, uh, doctor was even if she, let's say, um, she freezes her eggs this year, which she's doing, and then she does go into menopause in a few years when she's 40, she is still able to carry a pregnancy. So she could still, you know, have in be, um, IVF and have it work and have her be the one carrying it. So, yeah, wow. so she doesn't good, be a surrogate. Exactly. Good takeaway. Even if you hit menopause, you can still carry the embryo, but that's where freezing eggs and mm. embryos becomes more key because once you hit menopause, there's no more eggs being released. Mm. Um, so if there's a history of that in your family, or maybe you're not sure, you know, mm-hmm. speak speak to your mom. Well, aunts, that's where the early testing, like mm-hmm. AMH level testing helps. Because if mm-hmm. you monitor that each year, you can kind of sell, are you at risk for early menopause? Actually, it was interesting. With that, they couldn't test that. Oh. Because she got um, a great follicle count, a ton. Wow. Um, she had really high numbers. But uh, I think what's going on, because you would think they could yeah. they could um, see that. What I think they could do with the AMH, if the reserve is low, there's not many left. So menopause, mm-hmm. which is a way to see it that way. Mm-hmm. Her, it's she had a very, Exactly. She had a high follicle count. So, um, yeah. But another good takeaway, uh, my friend Elizabeth recently froze her eggs. Um, oh, was this this LA actress friend of yours? Yes, that is the LA oh, actress friend of mine. She really did. Cool. Got great numbers. And, you know, she's looking to prolong this. Uh, you know, she wants to be a mom. She's not ready to try. She's been doing a lot of roles. She wants to keep her body super tight, skinny. She looks great. 
Um, but one big takeaway when you're freezing your eggs or freezing the embryo with the egg in it, the age you do the retrieval is always going to be the age of that egg or that embryo. Um, so Elizabeth um, also did the egg freezing process at 37. She's now 38, but her eggs are always going to be 37. That's so cool. And she sent me, because she did it right on the edge of turning 38, uh, she sent me a text that day, like, ah, oh, I, I just turned 38, can't believe it. My eggs will always be 37. So oh, that's very special. so neat. Let's pause the conversation just for a moment and hear a quick word from our sponsors. Are you looking for a healthy snack on the go? Meet Fertile Girl, a pre-pregnancy nutrition company empowering women to make healthy choices. Fertile Girl bars are made from real food ingredients and packed with omega-3s and plant-based protein. Message us on Facebook or Instagram to try our two-bar sample pack for just $10 or use offer code EGGCLUB, that's one word, for 15% off your first order. Check out FertileGirl.com today. And we're back. We're going to talk to someone that is, you know, celebrity today. It's celebrity like celebrities. Celebrities too. Yes. So absolutely. She's a pretty I incredible story. And of yes. course you can always Google her and her info will be on the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find her online. But let's queue up our call with her. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's bring her let's on in. Stanford basketball player, six foot five, fitness enthusiast, Caroline Moose joining the show. Woo! Welcome, Hi, Caroline. Caroline. Thank you for having me. We met because of a interview that we did with experience.com. Thank you so much for being willing to tell your story. But, you know, for all the podcast listeners that are not on experience.com or didn't see your interview on YouTube, how about you start off telling us a little bit about your story, your egg freezing? Excellent. Um, well, first and foremost, I'm really passionate about health and wellness. And I think when it comes to women, having options that doesn't put stress on life's choices and so for me you know personally I went through some adversity um you know towards my early 30s in terms of a change of course in life if you will I really had plans to be married and have kids by the time I was in my 30s but my you know life course changed um just had a, a cancellation in a marriage and just had to figure out what's next and rediscover what that path would look like. And certainly I think it's important when we have those changes of direction to feel a sense of being rooted and having options and not feeling the pressure of the time constraints based on age alone. The better we take care of ourselves, the longer that window becomes. And scientifically that can be proven, such as exercise, nutrition, sleep habits, you know, I'm anti-drugs, anti-alcohol, like super health-conscious person. However, most women, once they hit their early to mid-30s, they do start to consider, maybe I should freeze my eggs just so I have an option, just so I have a backup plan. If by 40, 42, 43, I haven't figured out those chapters in my life yet. Um, some people wait a bit longer. You know, they wait until they might be 36, 37, 38. So in 2013, I did go ahead and I froze 20 of my eggs. With that being said, if I'm still very healthy, uh, still able to have children naturally, and that's my still my plan A. Um, and I'm now 39, and I think most women um, have heard these stories. Women have healthy children well into their early 40s now, which is great to see. Um, however, once you're, you know, 44, 45, 46, what if you want to have a second child or a third child or a fourth child and, you know, you're like, oh, I wish I would have. So I'm really big on not saying I wish I would have in life and projecting, not reflecting 
And I think oftentimes we get so caught up in our work schedules and so many other things that are immediately important that potentially someone might not plan ahead and they don't want to get to that point where it's literally infeasible at that point to do it successfully and to do it well. And so I think the maturation of AIDS is something to really consider. And again, if someone is having their first child at like 39, 40, do they want a family of two or three or four? And that's something you really want to plan for ahead of time. So I really encourage women to think big picture. Think of it not as a solution, but maybe it's just a safety net or maybe it's a peace of mind. Maybe it's something that just eases that day-to-day stress. I think that it's an awareness thing. It's also being uh, true to oneself because if it is important to have children that you know is of your own DNA, um, then that is something you should push to the side. I think some women might ignore that personal aspect of their lives or those life goals. I don't think something like that should ever be ignored if it's important to somebody. Obviously, some people choose not to have children, and I, you know, I definitely don't cast judgment on that whatsoever. But I'm saying for those women that it's really, really important to them to have that opportunity at some point in their life, I think it does ease a lot of stress and potential anxiety that might result from running out of time. And everybody might feel that way early into their 40s. Um, so again, it's just a proactive early stage solution to alleviate that stress. Um, so for me, it, it was really successful uh, having frozen 28 and it's, you know, the process where like all in, like I'm doing this. <laughs> Sometimes you don't realize you're like, oh, I just committed to do that <laughs> because it kind of, it does change your life a tiny bit for a bit of time, but you, if you think big picture, this is so worth it, then every moment of it, even leading up to the last day or day before, which is bit different in terms of how you feel physiologically it's it's just so worth it to do it so I'm glad I did yeah, it makes you vested. It's kind of that moment where it's like, oh man, shit just got real. Mm-hmm. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> right. And how you feel like you feel like your body's doing what it's supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> and you're like, I can't wait till it's uh, over, but here it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a great process. You know, there's a planning phase, practicing and execution phase, and when it came to your egg freezing decision and actually finding the right center for you, can you share just a little bit about like what that planning was like for you and how you made it so it felt like a real personal choice for you? Absolutely. Um, for me, I researched uh, history, quality of results, and obviously the flash freezing is, I would say it's relatively new because it's been around for some time, but for some people, they did not have the flash freezing option. That's definitely a prerequisite. As I tell people, you want flash freezing is the way to go. Um, and then interviewing the doctors. Like, hey, can we have a 30-minute conversation? I want to talk about your success stories. I want to talk about, it did help me quite a bit. That, like, I haven't drank alcohol my whole life. I eat super clean. I plan all my meals. You know, the doctor said, you know, internally, um, based on how you've treated your body up to date, you're probably going to have a high success rate. And they say that, you know, oftentimes lack of success is is highly correlated to lifestyle choices, Um, whether it's sleep deprivation because that increases cortisol levels or exercise releases endorphins. So it's just a more optimal physiological state to be in to have the highest uh, success rate. Um, So the doctors are really big on that. Like, I can't tell you how many women you know, just need to be healthier before they even start this process, and they would be much happier with the process and with the end results. 
So that was actually part of my kind of interviewing them process to figure out what's most important to them and then what aspects contribute to the best outcomes because if I'm going to invest my time and my own personal money into something, I want to make sure it's going to work, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that was big for me. It's like, I want results and this is what I'm going to commit to, but I want to make sure it's going to go well and to make sure that the doctor understood I'll do everything it's in my power to do to make it go well but at the same time I want to hear directly from them and decipher is that a good fit those are some really great points I mean I think the planning process we take that kind of haphazardly and, and we need to put more focus and energy on it yeah and it was really nice to hear that you interviewed doctors and you know really made it um what you wanted because I think that's what we're seeing is that in this egg freezing journey, it's about realizing what we want and sort of putting that in our back in our hands. And then um, knowing that maybe, you know, every doctor isn't going to be the best fit for each individual. So I like that you took the time to really make sure, you know, the doctor was right for you. Yeah, and you felt comfortable with the clinic. Doctors are very receptive, and I had at least four to six nurses that were very responsive to emails, phone calls, and the whole process. And also, prior to even committing to it, they are very responsive to inquiries, and that was important to me because I was doing it long distance. So I didn't quite explain that. I was living in Los Angeles, and they do ship you all the materials as in the shots that you will self-inject. And the kits and everything is pretty much on your own there. And you visit your gynecologist and they measure how things are progressing. But a lot of the responsibility falls on your shoulders when you're doing it remotely. And so up until the moment, uh, well, not the moment, but two weeks prior, a week and a half prior, um, I flew to their facility. And everything leading up to that point was really my responsibility to do it and do it well um so of course you need a lot of support and since you're a fitness um guru nutritionist how about you talk a little bit about health conscious choices yeah so as i mentioned the doctor was really excited about that too he said you know so many of my patients um really see a huge difference in terms of outcomes based on nutrition exercise sleep patterns no alcohol, no caffeine, because all of those components affect you physiologically, and it creates an optimized cortisol to endorphin ratios, hormone levels, estrogen, progesterone, um, even B6, B12, iron, uh, manganese, folic acid. You always think you hear about pregnant women, for example, really needing, well, it's the same process. You know, when you're going to freeze your eggs, you need to be in the best optimal condition um, that you can be. So I'm really big on... um, you know, designing many plans, but also a holistic approach to health. So balanced fitness, everything from endurance, strength, cardio, yoga, lifting, um, all of the above. And with regards to nutrition, a very balanced approach, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains, a variety of carbohydrates. And I think a lot of people don't get enough antioxidants um, to combat free radicals. So that's something you know, when I notice the omega threes, it's good fats and it's free radicals typically are many of the voids that I see uh, amongst people, but I truly believe nutrition is the foundation to combating anything. It could be rehab, it could be injury, it could be, um, you know, even cancer patients, you know, just focusing on how can we do everything in our, you know, strength and power to make an optimal state. Um, even if you're in the tunnels of situations, right? So obviously freezing your eggs is kind of a, 
uh, high demands thing on your body. Uh, it's definitely overproducing and in intense state. So, the nutrition is integral, you know, to be able to go through that and almost that. But if you're recovering from it, but you're definitely transitioning and your hormones are balancing out, and um, nutrition is a huge piece of that. So, I'm incredibly passionate. Um, definitely cook all my meals once a week. So I do my grocery shopping, I do meal prep for seven or eight days straight, keep everything in my fridge, all done and finished. Um, so I think a lot of it is planning and preparation, and many people don't have those skill sets yet um, to acquire the planning, preparation, and storage where they feel like they're on top of it consistently. So I'm a big fan of kind of grab and go. So on an off day, let's say you work six days a week, five or six days a week, on an off day, you just set all, everything you need for the next seven or eight days is set aside, all pre-packaged, you cooked it, you finished it, it's ready to go, so that in the morning, you're just grab and go. You know, you know exactly what you have for the entire day, and it saves a lot of time um, during the work week, which I think is, for most people, uh, a wonderful skill to acquire, but many don't have it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Whole Foods kind of does that for me. They have those packages that you can just kind of grab and go. Yeah. And I pick those up on a daily basis. I don't know if that's kind of the same thing. but And I think those are really good points because our audience, I'm sure, you know, they do a lot. They travel a lot. Um, this is a highly engaged audience that, you know, egg freezing is right for them because they're it just fits. So I think nutrition and really making it work with a busy schedule like you said and taking that time to actually prepare for the next few days um really is great advice yeah. yeah well clearly you're doing something right carolyn because you've got 20 eggs frozen and um that was a good outcome and that's a great outcome yeah, yeah. it's a great it's outcome great. at 35 like, very oh, great it's really good you put so much time energy and you know it's a big decision when i hear those positive stories from other women too i get equally excited because i can remember you know, having the results and being like, oh, yes, that's done. You know, you pay rent, which is a little strange. You know, it feels strange, like, when I get the, you know, bill in the mail, I'm like, I'm paying rent. <laughs> Yeah, we're all facing that too a couple years out of egg freezing. But, you know, if any of the listeners want to learn more about you, we can always put your info in the show notes. I know you um, have a website, fitforlivinglife.com, and that has some of your meal planning preps and ideas of fitness and yoga. Did you find yourself, um, like, was yoga helpful for you or maybe mindfulness during the egg freezing process? Because... I know for some of us, it is a little bit of a vulnerable time and there's some emotions around it. Hormones. So, right. And the hormones. Um, yeah. But just overall, Absolutely. you know, like maybe accepting this path for yourself that it's one that you just didn't mm-hmm. see your, you know, yourself doing. So I know yoga for me um, helps me become more flexible as a person, not just physically. Absolutely. I mean, for me, the biggest thing yoga has given me um, on top of the most obvious physiological effects and outcome, it really builds up endurance, strength, uh, range of motion, flexibility from a sheer scientific standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, what it's done for me is, um, in a good way, forced me to slow down. I'm extremely analytical and my brain never stops. So the ability to be present and be in the moment and not be worried about the past, uh, present, or future in a way that is um, going between all those three realms. Because when you're in yoga, you have to focus only on the present. Um, you're not thinking about your to-do list. You're not thinking about 
you know, potentially what could possibly go, go wrong in that process or am I doing the right thing and is that the right decision for me? Like all those things that might go through your head. And when you're in yoga practice, it's, um, you're so in tune with your body and your breath and your movements. Um, you pretty much have to be, or some people will literally fall over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yoga for Kara, she said that she kind of had a maybe not as great experience. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I got into yoga um, a few, uh, about a year ago. Um, I also uh, went through a broken engagement, and uh, yoga helped just kind of center me and get me back on track. Um, hot yoga did not resonate well with me. But I really admire people that can do that. That was next level. <laughs> now you have to do what works for you. You do have those options, you know, whether it's power, uh, vinyasa, Bikram, um, you can flex from all of the above. So I think that everybody can find their place, you know, and there are different levels um, between power and vinyasa. And I, I definitely do it all. I teach it all. And it's been part of my life for an extremely long time. Um, and I can't remember, it's probably been since. I don't even know, like, high school, but I haven't done yoga. It's amazing. I came from a dancer background, so it took me a while to get into it because I just felt like it was glorified stretching. And then I started doing cardio for 30 minutes and taking a class. Um, at first, I liked Shavasana, like, the best. <laughs> just laying there. Uh, but now uh, I go to a class every Saturday. I look forward to it. And I know you're a Washingtonian, uh, like me and Ray Dell, so we're definitely going to come and check out your classes. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a correlation between exercise and me stressing, but I actually think it's easy living here um comparatively you know i mean there are other places such as phoenix or iowa maybe <laughs> there's like less traffic but um no it's been great so far any words of wisdom it sounds like you know you crossed all your t's and dotted your i's was there anything you wish you did that you didn't do and i guess what was the, one of the most important things you did um in your journey to egg freezing yeah that's a great question um I feel really good about the time at which I decided to have it done, and I'm pretty, I'm the kind of person, if I make my mind up to do something, it's happening, you know, if it makes sense and it's the time to do it, I think the most important thing I would tell women is don't wait too long, because a lot of people contemplate, 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 and now they might be 37, 38, 39, and there is a correlation between you know, quality and age, lifestyle choices, as we touched on quite a bit, um, and your outcomes. And the biggest thing I would want for anybody is a successful outcome, whatever that takes. So for myself, I am very happy that I was uh, extremely proactive, very, um, like, I'm doing this. Like, this is the time. Um, And I just made a decision, and I stuck with it and made it happen. So I think that's the biggest advice is to research, feel comfortable, and then take that leap and know that it's not a solution. You know, it doesn't have to be a solution, but it's more a backup plan, especially if you do it in your early 30s. I mean, you have plenty of time, you know, to meet your future lifelong partner, husband, what, you know, whatever, and have children. And I think that some people think, oh, well, then that must mean that you can't have children. Like, I think there's a lot of misconceptions, right? Absolutely. And it's like, no, increasing is like, you might be extremely fertile. But you're just doing it in case, you know, by 44, 45, you don't have those chapters in place. And the time at which you do need to do it is in your 30s, right? So I think the misconceptions that exist are starting to dissipate, which is good. Um, but I think the more and more healthy women that can step forward and say, 
yes, I'm still able to have children naturally, but this is something that I chose to do just for a safety net and just for peace of mind. Um, and obviously, you know, economically, it's not a small fee. It definitely is something you have to, you know, work extra for. And um, to me, the return on investment is much more grand than if I said, what if? you know in life and I wouldn't want to ever say that no absolutely you're definitely breaking the stereotypes we love having you on the show we love following you we're gonna have to come to your class absolutely your classes thank you for having me and you know the more I can be an inspiration for people who are thinking about that option or thinking about it in different ways I think it's helping you know it's like what's your why and everybody's why is slightly different and that's great that's okay you know there's so many stories out there but you know the end result is peace of mind and um a sense of that's there if I need it right well we'll put all the details in the show notes and ways for the girls to in the um podcast listeners to get a hold of you and to reach out or to uh, access your meal plans or even take your yoga classes online. And thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, thank you too. And, and I'm just very proud of everybody that shares their story and continues to inspire and, and promote that option as well. We have a fun closing for you. We're going to say one, two, three. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I hope you guys have a before we dive into the next section let's take a few moments and learn from our sponsors tender life infant care is revolutionizing the way new parents access flexible expert in-home child care and postpartum support whether you want a date night a day in the office or just a few hours of sleep tender life has the most qualified caregivers on call no wait lists no long-term commitments just help when you want it and support when you need it learn more at tenderlife.com and mention offer code egg club at sign up for 30 percent off your first booking and we're back wow girls wasn't that such an inspiring interview mind blown oh my gosh i love her we have to go see her in person at her classes i can't believe that she moved to the washington dc area after living in arizona like kind of too perfect synergy energy yes we may have to set up a little uh, game of hoops here a little three on one i still think we'd lose (laughs) (laughs) let's do a good turn forget it i still think we'd lose (laughs) some of the kids she mentors and trains would probably beat us they would they would (laughs) they absolutely would i just love that she is so passionate about fitness and health and just keep taking care of your body what were some of your takeaways rudolph one that really stuck with me is that she mentioned that it's really good for us women to be honest about our priorities so I think we and I blog about this too about like getting caught up in like the hustle and bustle and like you know just fast-paced life and everything that you're trying to do in a day but you sometimes I know for me it's hard to like come back to my zen Mm -hmm. you know take a deep breath and be like but what's true what's my truth and what is my priority for my life and she really honored that and I love that I love that she said just remember your priorities and you know you know know what you want I like that what was your favorite you know um my takeaway was I I love that she's so health conscious I, I wish I was more like that um, but, you know, age factors are sort of important. Like she learned all of the health factors right from the beginning and then said, okay, this is the best time for me to maximize my, my investment. Like I need to realize that I'm going to spend this amount of time in my life, this amount of money, I'm going to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to spend the time it takes to 
um, really make that a part of my life for right now. It's my dedicated moment to commit to this project. I loved her commitment and just like her whole takeaway of like knowing that this is just another option. She could still conceive naturally. She could possibly, you know, meet the love for life and have um, babies in different ways. But this was another way to uh, start her family for maybe baby number two or baby number three. That was really just kind of my my take-home um, message. I, I think she's a doll. Of course, you know, our interview on experience.com too, she mentioned a lot of those similar factors. So I already I already knew her backstory and, and loved her already, but I'm glad you girls got to meet her too. And hopefully, you know, we'll get to do like a uh, workout class or maybe we should even call take her yoga out. Class. Yes. Take her yoga class. She has this, all this amazing mm-hmm. food prep and info online mm-hmm. with her fitforlivinglife.com mm-hmm. website. Yeah. And she does meal preps. She does online yoga. Um, You know, when you're going through the egg freezing process, for the two weeks you're doing the hormone shots, you can't have caffeine. You can't have alcohol. They don't want you smoking. And what I found to be the hardest when I went through it, you can't work out the two weeks of the hormone shots or two weeks after. And you're big with working out. Huge. And it's mind, body, and soul. You know, in your 20s, it's more for vanity. than your 30s, it really balances you. Um, Stress reliever. Huge. Oh, the endorphins? Yes. I can't. (laughs) I think illegally blind again whenever I say endorphins. She's like, endorphins (laughs) make you happy. Happy people (laughs) hunk around killing people. People. Shout out Reese Witherspoon. I love it. There's certain movies that include Clueless. I can like talk it all day in Sex in the City. But anyway, what I found to be the hardest thing going through the process was you can't work out the two weeks you're doing the shots and the two weeks after your ovaries are enlarged. They can twist shouldn't. on each other. Yeah. And her meal prep, I thought was genius because you're not going and sweating and running. It's, you know, and if you're not doing that, you really got to eat healthy. And I think planning your meals, maybe you're someone who socially drinks a little too much. Maybe you're trying to quit smoking. Maybe you're trying to eat more clean. Um, by using her kind of fitness model of just a whole healthy lifestyle will help you not only be on track, better to prepare your body for fertility treatments, whatever route you're going. I'm glad we had her on the show because it was a little tricky with her schedule. She works nonstop. Girl That's club, right. community leader, That's entrepreneurish. Right. Very inspiring. Help, yeah. yeah, and she helped so many women too. She really is in a good place, so I'm happy for her. Excited when we can finally meet up in person. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll have to have like, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about this on the spot, Mm -hmm. but maybe we'll have to have like a call out to all of our eggology club girls, have a community event here in Washington, D.C. where she can train us, like maybe at a fun park or something, or maybe if she has any Definitely. I mean, that's just a thought on the fly, but we could see it could grow. Eggology convention here in our nation's capital. It could really just grow. Who knows? Like if if all of our listeners start to reach out to her too, and all of her info will be on the show notes. Um, and you can see her, her awesome website and ideas and fitness suggestions to make freezing better. And uh, to all our new listeners uh, tuning in for the first time, welcome. Uh, many ways you can contact us, 978-EGG-CLUB, which is 978-344-2582. We're open 365 days, 24 hours a day, um, all time zones. Please call us, leave a message. Check us out at eggologyclub.com. Email us, eggologyclub at gmail. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Agology Club. Yeah. It's a great way to stay connected. Just want to say thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please share us. Review on iTunes. That helps us out so much, guys. Please. We really need your support right now as a new podcast. There's lots of media con- to consume out there. But we just um, appreciate all of you for listening. And who runs the world? Girls! Run this mother! <laughs> I love this video. So good. She's telling it.
See you next week. You have been listening to episode three, Find Your Tribe of the Eggology Club podcast. Next time, tune in to learn about what to expect when you freeze your eggs. If you have ever thought about egg freezing or if it could be the right personal decision for you, then you don't want to miss episode four, where Raydell, Valerie, and Kara will explain exactly what you need to know and do before you get started, how to give yourself shots and injections, and key ways to prepare for your retrieval day. Today's episode of Eggology Club was written and co-hosted by Raydell Pike. Valerie Landis, and Kara Egber. The show was produced and mixed by Shannon Holly. Caricature artwork by Peter Scott. Logo and cover art by Lily Chen. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, leave a rating, and contact us at eggologyclub.com. Do you love red wine and coffee, but you care about keeping your teeth white? Then you need to be a diva. A Vino Diva. Vino Diva is a usable wine aeration straw. It aerates your wine with every sip to make it taste incredible. And it protects your smile from red wine and coffee stains. Search Vino Diva on Amazon today. Every woman has the little black dress. Now, every woman needs the little black straw. Vino Diva.